1: One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes, until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at UH1.com.
0: Hey, and welcome back to Beer Babies, the podcast journey where we try to find the best beer the money can buy. Today, it's just Will again for my special little mini-series, Will's One Word. One spelled as in one like winning um, because all of these beers are winners. Today I've got a really tasty beer from the Mill Brewery from uh, Melbourne in Victoria and I'm going to tell you all about it. If you guys are good and listen all the way to the end you might even catch another installment of everybody's favorite section The Taste Test. So let's uh, pour a little bit out and then I'll get stuck into a bit of info about these guys. The last time that we had a beer from the meal, it was actually in our um, Tin Man special. It's cold in here. Anyway, what do you think about this beer, Will? There must be some Toros in the atmosphere, I said. Um, We were, graciously enough, um, donated a bunch of beers by the awesome folks at uh, Tin Man who supply like uh, craft beer straight to your door. They also gave us a um, code that you could use. Um, So if you use the code BEERBABIES, you get 10% off. Now... I don't know if that code is still active. Who could possibly know? I know you could. Go give it a try and um, let me know as well, because if it's still working, I'm going to get some more beer. This one is their Daydreamer Session IPA. Now, it's not overly hazy. It's got a, got a little bit to it. Um, it's well carbonated, got a real bubbly head. I'm really looking forward to having a taste of this, but um. If we're being completely honest, this isn't the first time I've had this beer. The first time I was actually in a car park down in Hobart because I had, um I think I'd misread um, the email. And um, so it was actually three hours before uh, me and Declan, one of the, the fellow members of Beer Babies, could actually check into a hotel because we were down there for a gig. And so we were actually sitting in the car just sinking cans. And I think I've got a lovely video that I'll cut to right now. So I may have got check-in time wrong, but that is not going to dampen our spirits, is it? We, we, are, we are in the car, but we are well prepared, aren't we, Jack? And who's this one go out to? This one goes out to Billy. It smells alright. Oh, it's cold. Woo. What do you think, Jack? It's pretty good. And who's it for? Quick, it's for Billy. This one goes out to you, Billy. Uh, have fun in lockdown. Good morning. Good morning. So that was the last time I um, I drank the Daydream, and this is a really nice beer. It's just, um, it, it's a session IPA, and it's definitely hitting the session section. It's not overly hoppy. It's got got just just a just a sniff of bitterness. It's really thirst quenching which um probably isn't super required right now i think it's currently like 10 degrees outside and in my old crappy house it's probably not much warmer inside but it's super drinkable like this is a real sort of like hot weather beer like this is like genuinely sort of beer i'm um, would write down so i remember like when summer comes back because it's got that drinkability you get with like your Corona or like your St. George or like you know those those like really washed down beers your 4X but um, what it has over those beers is flavor like this has got like a really mild um, pale or kind of flavor without that sort of hard-hitting bitterness which I think is what is making it Really drinkable for me. The Mill Brewery described this on their website by saying, The Daydreamer Session Ale is the perfect session beer. Low in bitterness with a beautiful, fresh hop aroma. Which is interesting because I am... Maybe, um, let you guys behind the curtain. Um, This is the second beer I've sampled tonight. It's definitely more bitter than, um, than the last one. But it's not... Like, it's not intense. Like, it's not, um... It's not, like, grabbing me. Um, and I suppose it's interesting that this one is a session ale too. I think traditionally um, session ales are sort of lower in alcohol content, whereas this is basically your standard beer. It's 4.6%, which is the same as most of your lagers or drafts or whatever you'd you'd get out and about. So um, it's interesting that this session beer is the strength of just a regular beer again that's potentially another win depending what your aim is i think billy would call that a win billy's big on the um alcohol content so i think that this beer is so drinkable while still having a pretty reasonable um alcohol kick to it i think would be put it pretty high up in his book so i'll have to make sure i um, get a can his way so i uh i found on a website which i um Forgot to write down, so I'll, I'll put, there, put the name of it somewhere up here. A little bit about um, Session IPA and where that comes from. So um, on this website that I, I'm sure I just flashed to, um, the term Session IPA describes a category of beer marketed for the hop dominant flavor profiles at sessionable levels of alcohol, while this is typically 3.2 to 4.6%. So again, these guys have sort of written right on the top of that uh, alcohol percentage. This class of beer arose in 2010 out of the craft beer tradition as a reaction to the trend of um, increasingly strong beers and a greater public appreciation for hoppy profiles around the globe. So I think that's like a a really interesting thing about craft beer. It always seems to be like something will uh, become really popular so then people will... Try to create the opposite. It's cool because there's always a market for it, um, which is what I really enjoy. I was I was getting really into like strong, strong beers, and then I started seeing this trend of the uh, like mid strength hazies come out, which was which was a revolution for me because I could actually you know get through a few but still get um those flavors that I was really after. The meal The last time we talked about these guys, we were quite critical, I believe, of um, their IPA. But like, like I've said so far, this is a really nice beer, it's super drinkable, and it it is definitely a session ale. The sort of thing that you could sit and tip back. Why take my word for it? I'm going to cut to everybody's favourite guest for a little section we like to call the taste test. You have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
1: Welcome to Taste Test. (laughs) I have nothing planned to say, (laughs) but that felt right. I thought that I would try and calm. Actually, no, I think I'm going for more of like a radio... um, i don't i don't know i don't listen to not cool radio. all i listen to is black betty these days as requested by a four-year-old not by choice cut that cut it really cut it what is this please t- uh oh i suppose you're not on
0: everyone everyone else would know so... okay
1: well i'm gonna look superior independent beer melb 3066 i'm guessing that's their um no the thing where they are the postcode (laughs) yeah the year they're very old beer very Very advanced (laughs) this this is an original can this tells me nothing i don't know anything daydream sounds dreamy it smells like beer smells like the other one but maybe i don't want to sound silly because i feel like it's more fragrant than the other one but also i can't really remember mm I hit my teeth. oh yeah, that's it that t- that, t- that smells not like much, and that smells more like much. It's bubbly, and actually, you know what? I think I like it better than the previous beer that I am referring to many times, not by name. <laughs> Uh, actually, no, no, I still don't like it. It's like the initial taste is okay, but then after all the bubbles go and you swallow it, so I guess the aftertaste, it's just really gross. I don't like it, and Will told me to be honest, so I am, but I also don't want to hurt anyone's feelings, so I don't know what to do, and I've been learning a lot about people-pleasing and I think that's what's happening now. So I'm going to be honest, but also I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. Oh my God. I don't like it. And it tastes like beer. And I think that's the problem. For those true fans. Oh no. True fans. Is that? True believers. No. I'm, th- oh, I'm thinking of OnlyFans. <laughs> Which is, I don't no, I'm just saying I don't have an OnlyFans. Um, but there's, I have no problem with it. Cut that! Cut it all. No, don't cut it. There's nothing wrong with me saying that. I just feel like I feel I feel silly. Um, I respect only fans. Fans? No, seriously, cut all of this, please. <laughs> okay, so for the true fans who saw the last episode that I was in, I've forgotten what I was gonna say. Oh yeah, okay. So the, you will know that I hate the Beer Baby scoring system. So much. It makes me really angry and uh, like kind of upset if I think about it too much. Um, so, I am not going to use their system. I will, if I have to, rate the beer out of six, but just know that I don't mean this is how many beers I will drink in a session or whatever. I don't know what this session means. This is just a number four? No! Wait, now I'm still thinking about how many I drink. Shit. Okay, so I'm gonna use the beer baby system, just because I'm the getting perfect confused. It's,
0: perfect. it's not perfect. There's only, if you think about it too hard, there's problems with all. Because system. I
1: don't drink alcohol, so if I drank six, like if I loved this and I was gonna drink six, I would probably die. Like I would not be okay. But I don't love it, and I would only probably drink like half of one. Just I don't like the system, but god damn it, it works. I would drink half of one of these beers out of a six pack in one session. So, what happens to the other five and a half? The
0: last, the last one you gave five out of 10, <laughs> and this you gave a half out of six.
1: And that makes more sense.
0: <laughs> uh, I guess, oh, God, it doesn't feel you, fair. Which, which beer did you like I more? Don't,
1: neither, they taste exactly the same and I rated them completely differently. I needed to have them side-by-side with, I need a sorbet. Like a drip in there. Literally a drip.
0: Whoa! (laughs) There's only a drip you can't waste
1: it. I don't like that one. The first one that I liked more, I actually like less. (laughs) Okay, I take it all back. I prefer this one. And I hate this one. <laughs> and you should listen to me and my feelings and thoughts about this because I know stuff about beer. I don't think I like either of them.
0: So some shocking revelations there um, from everybody's favorite t- segment, the taste test, um, which I think after like such good results is going to have to become like a, a weekly thing. So... um, Look out for that. Um, so, yeah, this um, this little format uh, is very different. Like I said last time, which I'm sure you've already watched, particularly after um, Tessa's uh, little input, um, it's a very different. Like, normally, a, a lot of the conversation is bouncing off each other, but I hope I gave a good account of this beer, which genuinely is really tasty and super drinkable, which is what I think this beer has going for it. I think that it's not doing anything particularly new or exciting, but what it's doing, it's doing well, um, and it's doing it in a way in which I can really consume it, which I guess, if you're making beer, is what you want to be doing. So I guess, it, it, at the end of the day, it's, it's time for the six-pack test. Um, so if I was given a, a six-pack of the Miller Brewery's Daydream Session IPA, I think I'd give this one a 4 and that's about all I got. So thank you very much for listening along. This has been super fun. I hope you've enjoyed it. If you like the um, different format, if you like these sort of one-on-one sessions we're having, you know, it's like me tutoring you about beers. Um, if you've enjoyed that, make sure you let me know. And maybe I'll do a couple more. If you want ex- like just taste test episodes and reviews, let me know. Maybe that's where the podcast needs to pivot to because um, I know I enjoyed it and I think you will too. So thank you very much for watching and I will see you next time. Bye.
1: Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands.